The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. You're listening to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It is April the 3rd of 2023. Uh, Glad you guys are up with us this morning. Uh, It's kind of a different start to the show today, and I think you probably described it Mm -hmm. uh, even better than I could as we kind of were kind of figuring out how we were going to you know, lay out today's show. Obviously, Arkansas has undergone a, a whole bunch of stress and a whole bunch of trauma mm-hmm. since Friday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I shy away sometimes from being serious and I just want to make people laugh. And that's kind of like my default is trying to be funny in times of, of, of sadness. Uh, but today I wake up grateful and thankful that my family's okay. And I'm just hurting from my hometown of, of when. Yeah, it's awful what we saw in Wynn, and obviously I've spent a lot of time uh, going through Wynn ever since I started my radio career. I mean, I wrestled in Wynn way before I ever did radio. The same thing for what we saw in Little Rock and the storms mm-hmm. that came right across, uh, you know, uh, such a major part a major part of the city. And as we reflect on that this morning, it's almost like, golly, how do you lay out a show where, you know, you try to make people laugh and you try to make people uh, have fun when there's yeah. so many people who are going through, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, what do we do? Right. And there's so many people all of a sudden who are in need. And, um, you know, we, we talk about severe storms and I think a lot of us probably, um, we kind of let our guard down and think it's not going to happen. Oh, it's yeah. not going to happen to us. It's going to happen somewhere else. It's going to be in another city. It's almost right. like it's a movie. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, when you have two, two cities in your state that are affected and not just a little bit affected, yeah, like they're majorly affected. Bad. You know, I was watching, uh, and we were doing the weather coverage, watching that storm as it, uh, you know, came across Little Rock, and you're going, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is big. Yeah. Uh, and you see that it's going to go right through, it's not going through fields, it's not going through areas, you know, that can be easily rebuilt. You're going right. through an area where, you know, lives are going to be changed forever. Yeah, these are buildings that have been there forever. These are, you know, people that worked at certain places and... and it, <laughs> well, these are people's homes. Yeah. Their lives, everything they've ever saved was in those homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the numbers that we've seen so far, and I hate to give data, but I think, you know, we, we need to do that this morning as well. Uh, at least five people have passed away based on the storms, uh, four in Wynn, one in North Little Rock. A uh, state of emergency has been declared across the state. The National Guard has been activated to help. Obviously, there's a, there's major need for help in both of the cities, Wynn and in Little yeah. Rock. Uh, Wynn school was hit. The high school was hit. So basically what they've done is. Uh, they've told the the students, hey, there's no school this week. We have to get a plan. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things like, okay, here we are in, in April. They're getting ready to wrap up the school year. The high school's gone. Right. And all these people have to decide what to do. Uh, both tornadoes have been rated by the National Weather Service as EF3 tornadoes. Uh, and I hate to, to bring it up, but there's a chance of more storms tomorrow. So I hope you're ready. I hope you're prepared. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about all modes of severe weather being possible. They do say the tornado risk at this point does seem to be lower than what we had on Friday. But at this point, we're all we're all kind of shook. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about throughout the show today on how you guys can help uh, get things to win, get things to Little Rock. Um, and we'll be talking about that throughout the day. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people we're going to talk to who have been uh, who have been there, boots on the ground in yes. these different cities, uh, including Governor Sarah Sanders, mm-hmm. who um, quickly agreed to come on the show. She was able to visit both of those cities. So she's going to be on with us around 825. I think my main thing to her was, 
what did you see on the ground? Number one, because she was in both locations. And number two, what is the state going to be able to do to help those people? Mm -hmm. So again, the governor is going to be on with us right around 825 this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. All right. A big high five goes out today to all of the first responders around Arkansas. All of the people who have already been out there to help with the cleanup efforts. All of the people who have already made donations. Because as a state, our people are coming together. It is amazing to watch how it's happening, too. No, and it happens fast in situations like this. You know, we we see the compassion of Arkansans. Mm-hmm. We know that happened immediately with the first responders. Again, we talk often about first responders who have to be right there when everybody else is running for safety. They're running toward helping people. Uh, the people who were there to um, uh, help with medical needs, the people who were there for the recovery needs. I mean, it was such a big event that happened on Friday. And just to see Arkansas come together yeah. and support the people, the businesses, Uh, the people who lost everything. Uh, I think this morning the high five goes out to everyone. We have some awesome people. All of the helpers who have been out there already and those who will continue to help. It's an Arkansas morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. We appreciate you guys joining us this morning. Again, it's kind of a different show today because of what we saw on Friday and the fact that so many people are dealing with cleanup and devastation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's widespread in both Little Rock and in Wynn. You know, Kelly's from Wynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's seeing those images. Uh, my, my wife's little sister, Ella, she's four. She was at school, and Leslie's dad was traveling from Hot Springs to Little Rock to pick her up. And um, you know, he was on the road in the middle of the storm, and yeah. we had no idea. We lost communication with him. Then cell phone towers go down. We got lucky that, you know, Ella was good. Uh, unfortunately for other people who were right there, you know, in that area of Little Rock, uh, it wasn't as pretty. It wasn't as great. And uh, there's devastation there. And Kelly's been completely emotional this morning looking at the devastation from from home. Well, you know, I, I grew up in when My dad and his brothers graduated from Wynn High School. Um, I've I've known I've just been in Wynn for a long time. Uh, I like I said I graduated from there. I ran track on that field. I coached there. Um, my son was born in Wynn. Yeah. He went to school there for a little bit. I uh, went to daycare. There's just so many. I still have family in Wynn um, who were who were impacted by um, the tornado. Um, not living in their house right now. You know, yeah. with all that. So. It was scary, and I, I'd like to thank all the people that did reach out to me. Just I don't even live there, and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, how's your family? How's your family? Is, it, is everybody okay? Um, super sad, you know? Well, it's sad to see the devastation, and, and literally for you, that is home. I yeah. mean, you know, you get one real hometown. Now, you can right. live other places, and like, you know, but like that's where your all your formative years were spent, and you're seeing these images of, of homes and businesses and the school, and like... How do you recover from situations right. like that? I don't know, but yeah, there's there's pictures and y'all will see of the the Methodist church that mm. that that is down. Um, my dad's State Farm business was right across the street from there, and it 
for some reason happens to be still standing. Oh, wow. Um, it's something else now. But um, so there was that. And then just the high school that I walked those halls in that high school, along with so many other people and having to see my classmates, you know, post stuff that they're OK and showing showing pictures of their houses completely gone. Um, just absolutely breaks my heart. No, and I saw one of our coworkers, Ray Sharp, has a, a company, and he does aerial photography. And he was basically giving a tour over the city of Wynn. Uh, and when you see it, it's like this is the type of stuff that you see created in movies yeah. that isn't real. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for people in Cross County and Wynn, that is true. And unfortunately for people in Little Rock, right behind that Kroger, it is true. But you know what makes me so happy and proud to be an Arkansan is how resilient our people are. Yeah. And I'm already seeing all of this stuff online and on Facebook. Every time I refresh, there is somebody that has lost everything mm-hmm. that is literally going to help other people that don't have anything. And there is something about the human spirit. And, you know, it's called when the city with a smile. There are people out there that have lost everything that are smiling yeah. and loving on other people and helping them and giving them what they have. And it just says a lot about the human spirit. Well, it's Arkansas strong all around the state. And that's kind of the focus of the show this morning. As we go throughout the show, uh, we're going to speak with Dr. Archie Mason from Central Baptist Church. Uh, they're doing a big drive in northeast Arkansas for the people in Wynn. Uh, one of our coworkers, Richard Nichols uh, from Russellville, he was actually in Little Rock on a business call and basically had to take cover in a convenience store. His his story is emotional. Uh, we chat with we're going to chat with uh, Governor Sarah Sanders mm-hmm. uh, later on this morning. What will the state be able to do? What does this look like for the people who lost everything? Uh, and Sarah was actually boots on the ground. She was in both Wynn and in Little Rock. So all of that coming up on the show this morning, right here with Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Uh, we're talking a lot about the storms that we saw impact the natural state on Friday. Of course, uh, to those of you listening in central Arkansas and southeast Arkansas, uh, you know, you were there and you saw the storms first because they were coming through hot springs and they impacted uh, Little Rock and North Little Rock. And we saw the devastation. And then uh, the devastation continued up to Cross County and to Wynn, Arkansas. And Archie Mason joins us in studio this morning from Central Baptist Church in Jonesboro. And and Archie, I think, um, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of different things because you had the chance to witness this firsthand yourself. But uh, tell me why that city, Wynn, the city with the smile across County is is so important to you in your life. Yeah, you know, I spent uh, almost 18 years there. Uh, and when I, I ran a business out of there, that's where, uh, man, I, my faith in Christ happened at Wynn Baptist Church. And so, you know, people, when when the storm started coming through, I was getting texts like, hey, is your family okay? Is your family okay? And I had to remind them, well, my that's not necessarily my physical family didn't live there. You right. know, I said, but they are close friends. And so, yeah, it was uh, – uh, it was devastating to watch that and to know and to see the path that it was taking. So, yeah, it means a lot. It means a lot to me. Those folks do uh, down there also. We see these storms and we see them build and we see them on television and we always think it's not going to happen to us. It's it's somewhere else. It's almost like it's it's a movie in our minds sometimes. And then all of a sudden it becomes reality, a harsh reality for so many of the people who uh, have lived in wind for such a long time. Uh, you had the chance to go with the team from Central Baptist uh, down to win, and uh, you know a lot of people weren't allowed in. Uh, tell us your experience being there, boots on the ground in win. Yeah, it's a in a lot of places. I, I'd call it complete devastation. You know, and I, I I have been able to witness, you know, some tornado damage in places. This was uh, this was uh, this is tough. This is difficult. This is 
really unbelievable. You know, I was on a tractor trying to weave around uh, under power lines and poles that were down, and you couldn't even drive down local streets. Uh, so, you know, there were you could just see the path of destruction that is a long path that mm-hmm. starts on the west side and goes all the way through town. The high school, when I first saw the drone footage of the football field, I told my wife, Angie, I said, hey, some reason they had a tarp on that football field. Well, then I found out, no, it pulled the AstroTurf off the yeah, ground That's crazy. Uh, and threw it up in the trees. And so, uh, yeah, just uh, complete devastation, a lot of needs. But also, I tell you, on Saturday and even on Friday uh, afternoon, too, some of the folks first got in. But Saturday, there's a lot of folks there working. There are a lot of people serving. There were people helping uh, each other. So the communities are really coming together. Uh, you know, not only churches of different denominations, just people from all around everywhere really trying to pour in there to help. And so that's what we're trying to do at Central is to just get some stuff down there to help. I think that's one of the things that is so is so amazing about our state. We can have different uh, opinions on this or that or political affiliations or, or even, like you said, church denominations, all the different things that can happen. But when it's time for Arkansas to come together and for Arkansas to be strong, we saw that almost immediately. And you saw that firsthand because I saw you put out information through Central Baptist where you were talking about, hey, we're going we're gonna to start a drive because the people need help. And all of a sudden, from what I heard, it was a huge start to, uh, to a drive that's going to be – I mean, there's long-lasting needs, but uh, there's stuff we can do immediately to impact. Oh, yes, definitely. So we, uh, uh, I called uh, – well, we got a call from Wynn. I, I called some folks and said, hey, I'm coming down there. Uh, and to serve, and they said, uh, well, hey, we need some needs. Can First thing, 9 o'clock Saturday morning, can you do something through the church? Essentially, I said, yes. So I contacted Wayne Timmons at Timmons Truck, and I said, hey, can you drop us a van trailer? He said, I can drop it right now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we got it there and started putting the word out, and uh, and yesterday, unbelievably, I mean, that entire trailer's full. So wow. I, called van, I called Wayne, <laughs> and I said, hey. I said, do you mind dropping another trailer? He said, I'll do it. I said, can you get this one down to win to the distribution center? He said, I'll do it. And so we're going to meet up at 9 o'clock this morning and switch out. So one trailer is completely full. And it's not just folks from Central. Um, It is people from all over the community that heard about it, that want to give. I was out there yesterday afternoon, people just coming by and uh, and handing. Some folks walking up, you know, even young girls handing like $300 cash and said, hey, we want to help. Our family put some money together. And so – uh, we're able to do that too. So good stuff. Let's talk about the needs because, <clears throat> and the needs are going to change as we go throughout the next you know number of weeks. And we talked about this early that you know there's a, there's a need right now, and we need not forget that that need's going to be there for weeks and months as as the community tries to rebuild. But from what you're hearing, what can we do to help the people and win? Oh yeah, I really, you can almost say folks are going to need almost everything, but. From what I've heard from the texts I've got and phone calls, you know, there's roofing nails are needed. I was up on a roof trying to help a family with the wind was blowing Saturday morning with a piece of plastic and, you know, trying to find boards have been ripped off the house to help hold the plastic down. So roofing nails, plastic tarps, uh, gloves, uh, extension cords. Uh, there are also two, one of the uh, ladies yesterday told me, said, you know, non-parents, they're out of, there are a lot, there are some, Organizations that are preparing meals, right. which is a good thing. But they said where they are, they're about out of non-perishable food. But people don't have electricity, so they're not able to cook. But that's going to be a need in the future. But we can take those donations now. But also school supplies. Uh, the schools are determining the way I understand what exactly they're going to do. Right. The high school is like completely destroyed. So school supplies are going to be needed. Uh, but you can see the list. Uh, we have it on our website uh, there's other organizations doing that too, but really anything that people want to give, 
uh, they can. So it can dog food. I, you know, I didn't even think about that yesterday. And no, somebody yeah. brought a 50 pound bag of dog food uh, because that's needed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all those items that are, are like that, there's toothbrushes, uh, water, uh, diapers, you can shampoo, uh, all kind of flashlights, batteries, this, everything's in need. So if people want to help and they're in Northeast Arkansas and they want to stop by Central Baptist in Jonesboro, what are the hours going to look like and when does that stuff going to be delivered? How much time do we have to put this together? Well, you know, the first load that we loaded yesterday, it's completely full. Uh, we can probably hold a little bit this morning. We'll switch out nine, another van trailer will be at nine. But the hours are from eight to seven today. Okay. Uh, we will see about tomorrow. I think the rain has been delayed uh, maybe till tomorrow evening or something. But uh, if we could pack this trailer today, I know some a lot of folks won't get off work till five or six, so right. we'll have people available to uh, load the trailer. If we could do that today, we'll probably be able to take some tomorrow, but we'll probably try to get that second trailer down there tomorrow so they can get that stuff out. Again, Dr. Archie Mason joins us in studio from Central Baptist Church in Jonesboro. You guys are always uh, great to put stuff together. And the fact that you have such a great base, a core of the church uh, that comes together to help automatically, immediately, I think it goes to speak for for you and the organization. Uh, The fact that you were there, boots on the street, and you were there willing to help, and you rolled up your sleeves, you put your boots on, you went out there and did that. That's what people do. That's what Arkansas does. And first of all, uh, just a big shout out to you for doing that. As you walk those streets and you talk to people who were affected, um, there's there's things that we're not thinking about as people. You know, we think, okay, it's happened and everybody's in a hotel now and everybody's taken care of. They've gone to to families' homes. You were saying there's people trying to stay in their destroyed homes. Yeah, that's that's the word. that We had some folks down there yesterday, and when I came by the church this morning, there were already a lot of vehicles out there, so guys have already gone down this morning. But uh, a text yesterday from a guy said, hey, there are folks that are in tents, and then from another individual, they said, hey, folks are, they don't, the hotels are full. Some folks are in Jonesboro. Right. Some folks don't have the ability to go uh, places, but they said there are folks in tents and that are staying out, but folks are staying in houses they don't really need to be in that are not mm-hmm. safe. It's their home and, mm-hmm. and two, so they're just there. And so, yeah, um, and again, what we need to remember, and Kelly knows this too, because she's from Wynn, but and Brandon, you do, and you mentioned it. This is not just today or tomorrow, next week. This is months ahead. And you're right, Arkansas always comes together right. uh, to help. <clears throat> Again, Archie Mason joins us in studio this morning, and we're talking when uh, we're talking Little Rock as well this morning. For those of you in Central and Southeast Arkansas, we'll have Governor Sarah Sanders on with us around eight twenty-five. Our big question is going to be, you know, what can the state do? What can the country do on a national level to to help the citizens of Arkansas? Uh, Dr. Archie, we appreciate you coming in this morning, and we appreciate what Central Baptist in Jonesboro does. Thank you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Obviously, we're talking about the storms that impacted Arkansas on Friday. We saw the storm that moved through Little Rock. We saw the storm that moved through Wynn. And the question is, uh, how can we help as a community? How can we help as a state? Uh, and we have a pretty neat platform here that talks to so many people around the state. Uh, we want to share information this morning, and we did that a few minutes ago. We spoke with Dr. Archie Mason from Central Baptist Church in Jonesboro, who has um, a collection uh, deal going on right now for Wynn. Uh, Richard Nichols was actually in Little Rock. Richard is uh, one of our coworkers. And Richard, um, tell me your experience as, uh, you know, all of us have heard, oh, my gosh, here comes severe weather, and many of us probably at this point, if we've been around for a minute, you know, maybe we we don't take it as seriously as we should sometimes. But Friday was a wake up call for you, wasn't it? Absolutely. I was uh, I was in Little Rock, uh, had an appointment, and I was uh, stepped out of the restroom honestly, and was getting prepared to walk outside. And 
um, I opened the glass front door and looked up and like, you know, like from a movie, there's gray, black, white cloud spinning overhead. And it was just, it was kind of overwhelming in the moment that I pulled the door to, and then another guy came running and came into the door, went back into the bathroom. Everyone in the building kind of got into the restrooms and, uh, it, the building started rattling. It was just kind of this thunderous kind of overwhelming sound. And it seemed, you know, it seemed to go on forever, but it was probably about a minute and, uh, then it started quieting down. So finally, Everybody kind of came out, and I went back outside. There were trees that looked like they'd been yanked up and just thrown in the the parking lot. And um, fortunately, my car wasn't wasn't hit, but I didn't know the the extent of the damage. And so I got in my car. I was on Shackleford, about a mile from where down from where the the real damage occurred. And I I got on the freeway not knowing what had happened. So I started heading back towards the river bridge and everything stopped. And then maybe uh, 12 to 15 police cars come just hauling by. Um, There's ambulance, there's fire trucks. And it was up on Rod- the bridge at Rodney Perm Road. Right. Um, and they, there's metal and the freeway. There's, so they, they stop everything from both directions. At one point, we were going the wrong. The traffic was directed back up uh, the 430. Yeah, 430. Right. It was, we were literally going the wrong direction wow. on the freeway to get to exits to get off of the freeway um they finally got i finally got off the exit there at rodney Perham road right by the kroger that had the the roof ripped off oh my god and they got us back on the freeway on the other side but i was there for hours before they were able to to just you know to get us processed through a, a stretch that was probably half a mile but we just didn't now we would have to move occasionally, like literally backing up, moving uh, left and right to allow the emergency vehicles to try to get through. Um, you know, they had turning circles to try to let the the emergency uh, vehicles get up to that Rodney Pyramid exit. So what was going through your mind in those moments? Because, you know, you said you didn't really realize the severity of the storm, and then you felt no. the power of it all of a sudden inside of a, a restroom. You felt the power of that storm that was going right by you. Um, tell me what it was like to be on that road and, and the reflection time that you had when you thought about, you know, the lives of the people and the businesses that were kind of completely flipped that quickly. Well, I don't I don't really talk about religion, but I am going to say that it was profound. Right. Um, you know, in the moment, uh, I, I've never been as terrified as looking up at that cloud. Right. It was, it was overwhelming. I mean, it was because there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. It's not like any other emergency where I have options. I, and other than to go 
back inside the building. But afterwards, you know, first of all, my heart breaks when you see the destruction there in businesses. I, I thank God that so far the reports I've heard only one person passed away, yes. which is horrid. But considering what happened, it, you know, it, and I feel for every person that was injured, you know, UAMS got flooded with injuries. But um, for me personally, it was, I have spent too much of my life worrying. Right. I've spent too much of my life being concerned about what everybody else thinks. I am unbelievably blessed by God with an amazing life. Yeah. And I, I'm, it's in, in a weird way, it's this invigorating just love that I have of my life. And I'm okay. And, you know, my heart goes to everyone who, who wasn't. Right. And but I'm gonna I'm going to I'm I, I'm under obligation to live a very full life, yeah. live out loud, because it was in an instant it could have been different, and you know that was just it was it was the most profound situation that I've ever been. In. I've never been, no matter how conflictatory the situation, I've never been frightened like that. Right. Well, I think so many of us, you know, and we talked about this early this morning, we wake up and, oh, we have a headache or there's not enough money in the bank or so-and-so said something and it hurt my feelings. And, you know, we right. get so caught up in that, in the day-to-day stuff. But when you think about these people who were just trying to get home from work or get their kids home from school, and then either they were in a home that was destroyed or they were in a business, their business that was destroyed, or they were worried about their kids. I mean, the stuff that we worry about on a daily basis is nothing compared to what those people are going through today. And that's what I'm saying right there. I mean, it's, it is so easy to kind of get mesmerized by the daily little challenges or nuances, but I am just so thankful and so energetic to enjoy this life and unfettered because it, in an instant, it, it it was just right there, you know, I mean, it was right there in front of me and it, it was just horrifying and I'm okay. Yeah. Now we'll say last night I heard some thunder and there was a, (laughs) (laughs) a little bit, you know, it was a bit unnerving. Well, and I, we're going to have the chance, and I want people to be aware and be ready for this tomorrow. The whole state has a risk of of severe weather, and I think that the storm anxiety is going to be real. Once you, you go through this, and it's so fresh, and we've seen these images, and you know, even if it's not the adults, maybe the adults think they have it under control. I know my son, when he sees those images, he's 13. He's like, you know, Dad, what are we going to do? Because yeah. I mean, it's it's real. In situations like that, this isn't the movies. This isn't some other state. This is you know places that we all travel places we've all gone past and uh, we have friends, you know, I have friends in both the areas in little rock and in Wynn who were affected by the storms on Friday. And again, be prepared for tomorrow. Again, the East Arkansas broadcasters as a company uh, all across the state will be on the radio to keep people informed and we'll be on the radio to let you know what is needed for local communities. And obviously the American red cross and the salvation army and, and uh, different areas like that are already contributing. But, Richard, we talked about this with Archie Mason a few minutes ago, and I think we need to mention this probably every time we talk about, hey, who, if you want to give, if you want to go and help, 
this is going to be a need in both Win and in Little Rock that's going to be there for a long time. This doesn't go away in a couple of days in the 24-hour or 48-hour news cycle. This is real life for these people, and this is going to be a long process. Oh, absolutely. And if you look at when, you know, we have stations there yeah. and our home office is there. And the the description that they're using most often is that it was split in half. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, no, I mean, it, it's going to take months, if not longer, for these repairs. And, and you know, the if you lose your home, you can get another house, but it's, you know, you're never going to get back what you had. Right. And yeah, any way that anyone can help. And fortunately, we live in a very generous state. Right. You, you know, when you see how people react, it does kind of renew your faith in humanity mm-hmm. um, because of the outpouring of people that with chainsaws to food to come come stay with me. You know, whatever it takes to help um, the victims of the situation is is really encouraging. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming on with us this morning and telling the story. We appreciate, uh, you know, the support that you've always given us as as a radio show. And uh, people can check out our Facebook pages to get information on how we can help in the local communities. But, Richard, uh, thanks for talking to us this morning, man. Absolutely. Thanks, Brandon. All right. Talk to you later. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Uh, coming up around 825 this morning, we're going to speak with Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, about what she's seen both on the ground in Little Rock and in Wynn. And as we've mentioned throughout the morning, the owner of East Arkansas Broadcaster, so so the the man who owns our company that allows us to talk uh, across the state and offers us such a great platform, uh, is on with us this morning. Bobby Caldwell, the owner of East Arkansas Broadcasters, a Wynn resident. Um, and Bobby, you've been in Wynn most of your life, right? Yes, uh, Brandon, all, all of my life, my entire life, other than the uh, four years that I spent at Arkansas State University there in Jonesboro. So uh, walk us through what your night was like on Friday. Obviously, we had seen the storm that had come through Little Rock, and we saw devastation. Uh, so I think a lot of the state was probably we had heightened anxiety after seeing what happened in Little Rock, and then all of a sudden, the city with a smile win Arkansas, the home base, was was under fire. Uh, what do you yes, remember it, about that? Brandon, uh, I was here at the, at the radio station. We had wall-to-wall coverage. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know it would be to, to the extent that, that it was. But it, it hit, uh, it came in from the uh, west. It touched down about uh, eight or nine miles outside of wind, lifted back up, and then it came down in the city limits of wind west of town and uh, went through the entire town of about uh, three and a half, four miles. I live on the next to the city limits, in the city limits, but uh, outside of my house is uh, is the city limits, and then exited uh, uh, west. I mean, east. It was going east, and uh, Brandon. It was uh, we we suffered. Uh, I understand there's four deaths confirmed and approximately thirty injuries. And I feel like there would have been a lot and a lot more deaths had we not had the warning that we had. And uh, we were spot on here at the radio station here at KWIN. We had uh, Lane Goodwin was on the air with Laura Bronner, and we were tracking it. And it came in from the uh, west and uh, touched down on uh, West Union mm-hmm. and then came through the, the pretty much the middle of town, 
I was here at the at the radio station with our entire staff. Right. Uh, my wife was at home by herself, but uh, she was uh, uh, safe in in the uh, shower. That's where she. Right. That's pretty much the safest part of our home. Uh, we built it before the safe room was the thing to do. Right. But it's actually we consider it our safe room, Brandon. So, Bobby, um, and I know we don't want to make this a lot about what you've experienced personally because your city has been affected greatly. Um, but, I mean, just as far as, as you individually, I mean, you guys, as as far as your personal home, uh, suffered quite a bit of damage in that storm on Friday. We did, uh, Brandon, as I said. It uh, took out the, one of the, cor- the, the corner of the house. And all that debris wound up in the in, in the house. The, the the roof is is uh, is damaged, and it will require a new roof. I patched it. Uh, I spent uh, uh, Friday night, and uh, Peg and I got it. Uh, we think as uh, in the dry as we could. We if it, if it, if we get these storms and raining uh, Wednesday, then we'll, we'll experience uh, some more. If we we don't have it uh, airtight or. Uh, right. But uh, it is what it is, and we'll just make the best of it. But, again, the community, uh, Brandon, is and Kelly is devastated. Uh, the high school uh, is uh, pretty pretty much gone. And uh, if anyone's familiar with it down Falls, the Methodist Church was a beautiful church, and uh, it has been heavily damaged. Some of them think that possibly, now that, I don't know this for sure, but possibly it may have lifted the uh, roof of the Methodist Church up and wow. set it back down, and if that is the case, then of course it could be a, a total uh, loss. Mm-hmm. And it is a landmark in town. Uh, our uh, city hall is a land. Uh, we built a new city hall just a few years ago, a new fire station a number of years ago, and a new county jail. All of that on Falls Boulevard, right. but all of that is intact. And uh, those are landmarks. A lot of people don't realize what win is until they come through it. And uh, the, the the city fathers have always uh, tried to, uh, to sort of showcase that uh, through town. And uh, but anyway, uh, we, the city with a smile. Uh, we're not smiling very much right now, right. but we, we we will get through it. Bobby, I know you were out there um, on Saturday morning, and you were dealing with the authorities, the mayor, and the police. What are you hearing as far as? What does the city need? What do we need to know as a as an Arkansas community on how we can help? Are our boots needed on the ground? What do you know about uh, that situation there? Brandon, we have a distribution center. It's the former colony shop uh, distribution center across from Red River Ford. And uh, the majority of the supplies are there. Uh, I would think that we just need uh, people uh, with uh, uh, chainsaws, uh, uh, gasoline, and to come in and help uh, cut the trees up. Uh, a lot of people are doing that, but I, I just, there is so much of it that it is going to take a long time to clean it up. Uh, I noticed this morning I did do a drive through before I came to work. Uh, the former IGA grocery store on the south end of town, their entire parking lot is full of uh, electrical. Uh, companies transformers and to try to get the uh, electrical grid back up a lot of the uh, residential area is has electricity most of the business section does not they're trying to get to the to the homes first 
but uh, most of the businesses are, are do not have electricity and are not open. But uh, uh, these uh, there are power trucks everywhere. There's more power trucks than I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 but we we could contend. We have shelter. Several shelters have been set up in the, the several churches. Uh, the city hall is the command center, and uh, it's just. Uh, I, I think everybody. Uh, it was so devastating that when it, when it was over, you look up and what do we do? Right. And I do know uh, city and county officials met Saturday morning at seven o'clock to devise a plan. And uh, there is a a curfew uh, with within the city from six a.m. Uh, from ten p.m. until six a.m. And of course, speculation is that this was an EF three tornado with average winds of 160 miles per hour. The word we keep seeing when we see people report on this or people who have been down there on the street and win is, is devastation. And we hear that, you know, we can see it online. We can see it, um, you know, in videos and different things, but until you're there on the ground, people say it, you don't really fully understand it until you're there. Uh, Brandon, you're, you're right. Uh, I was, I, I had, I knew that the tornado had hit our neighborhood when I was here working, and then uh, we we were spot on with it, and then we lost electricity. That's when I left here mm-hmm. and uh, was was going to drive to my house. I got as far as the high school, could not go any farther, and so I, I walked and ran oh. the rest of the way, which is a, a, about a mile, mile and a quarter. And mm-hmm. uh, the neighborhood, my neighborhood, uh, was hit fairly hard. But uh, we did not sustain any injuries in, in, in the neighborhood, which which is we're, we're very fortunate, Brandon and Kelly. Again, as a company, East Arkansas broadcasters around the state, our job obviously is to, uh, you know, we want to entertain you. We want to play music that you like. We want to make you laugh in the mornings and all that. But in times where it's time for us to come together as a state and a community, uh, our obligation is to get information out there to share and, and also to do these collection drives that we're going to be doing. Uh, we had the chance to speak with Dr. Archie Mason, another former Wynn resident who is now the lead pastor at Central Baptist Church. They're doing a collection drive in Jonesboro today from 8 o'clock until 7 at the Central Baptist campus. Uh, You can also, if you can't make it by uh, for any of those uh, needs or donations, you can always go to centralbaptist.com slash give. Uh, Wynn Relief is uh, what you would want to click on when you get there. Uh, And Bobby, obviously, um, thank you for talking to us this morning. Our thoughts go out to you and the entire city of Wynn this morning. And uh, let us know what we can do because Arkansas is strong in situations like that. And we'll be here to to help however we can. All right, Brandon, we really appreciate it. And, of course, as as a company, as you know and Kelly know, we we really thrive when it comes to local, local, local. That is a big part of our company and uh, has uh, helped with with us uh, continuing uh, to grow and service uh, several communities in, in, in Arkansas, and uh, because of, of our success, it's because of our staff. We've got a, we, our staff has, has worked uh, overtime 24-7, uh, and I just can't say enough about our staff. And, and as a company whole, the, the people that, that we have working with us, uh, we just, uh, they're, they're all good, good people with, with good hearts and hardworking people, and we appreciate them very much. All right, Bobby, thanks for chatting with us this morning, man. All right, have a good morning. Bobby Caldwell joins us this morning live from Wynn, Arkansas, the home base of East Arkansas Broadcasters.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. We're joined this morning by, um, man, a very special guest and somebody who's become a friend of the show. And we're very lucky to have her uh, as an ally with us this morning. Please welcome back to the show, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Governor, welcome back. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, we've... uh, First of all, I want to say just we appreciate the fact that you're always willing to jump on and, and talk to, you know, such a large portion of the state. Obviously, our state um, saw horrific scenes on Friday with the tornadoes. And, you know, I saw that you were there, boots on the ground in both Little Rock and in Wynn. And we just wanted to have you on this morning to kind of walk us through what you're seeing and what you're hearing from from Arkansans. Yeah, and unfortunately, Arkansas suffered a pretty tremendous damage from tornadoes that swept through the state on Friday, hitting both central Arkansas as well as uh, wind Arkansas really hard and uh, just devastating to our communities. But the, the, the story that I hope people will take away um, are the heroes that are stepping up and helping their neighbors. I mean, we are hearing story after story and seeing firsthand uh, just the number of Arkansans that are coming out and helping one another. I was in Wynn yesterday, uh, and people from literally all over the state had come in to help those individuals um, as they get back on their feet. Look, we have a long road ahead, uh, but because of the strength of the people and the willingness to help one another, uh, I've never been more proud to be governor of Arkansas and don't know that I'll have a moment as proud uh, as I have over the last couple of days of just the way that people have been so willing uh, to help one another and make sure people get back on their feet as quickly as possible. You know, I've seen photos on on social media of you out there, you know, talking to people whose homes have been destroyed. Um what are some of those stories that are just surreal to hear that people are sharing with you? You know, there are people who have who have lost literally everything, uh, but they are so thankful that they and their families are safe, uh, and they're thankful for the people around them that are, are helping them as they clear debris and go through and try to salvage what they can of their home. I was uh, at a home in Sherwood, Arkansas, uh, here in central Arkansas on Saturday and met a woman. She was widowed and probably in her 70s. And uh, her husband, the whole house had been completely just destroyed. And her husband had passed away a couple years ago. His ashes, as well as a flag that was given to her from her son, who is active duty in the military, as well as a row of quarters that were standing on their side, were the only things untouched in the home. And while all around it was just total destruction, um, I mean, she had tears as she was showing me and telling me uh, sort of as a, as a tribute. She was hiding in a closet uh, in her hallway in that closet and her husband's ashes and the flag of her son uh, and a couple of mementos that were very special to their family were essentially the only things untouched in the entire home. And, um, you know, it's just little things like that that they're People are finding um, the grace and the thankfulness in that, and we're seeing young people step up. I mean, I met a seven-year-old girl who was a Girl Scout who made her mom drive over to one of the impacted areas because she wanted to help and wanted to clean up, and she was out there picking up sticks uh, and moving debris off of people's yards. That's who Arkansas is, uh, and I'm really proud of the fact that people are really just loving on each other, taking care of each other, 
and, and making sure people get back on their feet quickly. Governor Sarah Sanders is on with us this morning. She's been in both Little Rock and in Wynn to see the damage firsthand. Um, one of the things that you came right out and said uh, once you knew how how devastating both of these storms were to their, to their individual cities was, hey, it's about the people first and, and the paperwork is going to come second. Uh, talk us through that decision and, and what that truly means. You know, sometimes you you have these moments where everybody wants to figure out what the rule and the process and the procedure is. And when that's the case, uh, what ultimately ends up happening is that the aid and the assistance that individuals need takes longer to get to them. Mm-hmm. And so I made it very clear to our staff and to our team and to our agencies that our goal is to take care of people first. If that was your mother, if it was your grandmother, your aunt, your child, how would you want that person treated? So let's do exactly that. Let's make sure we meet their need and we'll figure out the process and the paperwork that need to be handled uh, so that everything gets filed properly on the back end. We're going to make sure things get done right, but more importantly, we're going to take care of the people of Arkansas. Walk me through kind of what that looks like. Is there a fund with the state that's put together to, to aid in these situations? Is this all government money from, from bigger government, or, or how does that work? No, this is uh, really cooperation from, from pretty much any entity you can imagine. Uh, city, state, and federal officials are working very closely together. Uh, the cities have various funds as does the state. We've already declared a state of emergency here, which opens up a lot of funding here on the state side. And we've requested uh, and been granted approval from President Biden and his administration for federal assistance through that program. And then you have just an unbelievable number of nonprofits and volunteer organizations in our local churches who are stepping up and providing a significant amount of resources and aid as well. And so it's really just everyone coming together, working in lockstep, putting politics aside and just making sure that we're taking care of the people of the state. You know, we've talked about some of the needs, uh, you know, obviously for the things, tarps and plastics and toothbrushes and things like that. Uh, again, you've been there. Uh, what do you see from your perspective that we as a community, as a state, uh, can bring to these uh, to these different cities? Now, I, I think each community is a little bit different. And one of the things that we've done is we've created a website, helparkansas.com, that has a list of all the various one, places that people who need assistance, different spots that they can go, whether it's shelter, food, clothing, uh, or long-term assistance to get back in their home. That's listed on that site, as well as places that people can volunteer or donate items. It's not an exhaustive list. We're still continuing to add and, and grow that site. But as of right now, you can find a number of different options not only to get assistance, but also to give assistance and engage and make sure uh, that we're doing everything we can as a collaborative process as possible. Again, Governor Sarah Sanders is on with us this morning. Uh, We've talked to a bunch of different people who are affected in both markets um, as we've gone throughout, or both cities as we've gone throughout the show this morning. Uh, We've talked about how this is a deal where it's wild, like there's that news cycle where sometimes something's really big in the news for 24 or 48 hours or 36 hours, and then the news cycle changes and something else is brought to the forefront. This is a situation where we need to keep the people of Little Rock and Wynn in our minds because this is a long-term process, correct? Absolutely. We've got a long road ahead. I mean, the the level of devastation uh, to some of these communities when, for instance, their entire high school uh, has been wiped out. We're working very closely with the superintendent and the principal on the ground 
as well as the Secretary of Education from my administration, been on the ground the last couple of days and will stay there making sure uh, we get that school back up and open as quickly as possible. And in the meantime, that these students can finish out their school year. We're hopeful that we can get them back up and running within the next week or so uh, using alternative locations and things like that. And so we have a very long road ahead, and we ask that people continue to keep these people in your minds and uh, help not just today but over the course of the next several weeks and months as they rebuild and pick up the pieces. The other thing that I really want to make sure that people hear is that Arkansas is potentially in the path for another round of storms on Tuesday. Uh, And one of the reasons that I think that we are in the position that we are in and we do not have a much greater loss of life is because people listened to the warnings that came uh, from their city and state officials. We need that to continue on Tuesday if more severe weather comes to the state Please make sure that you pay attention and heed the warnings that are issued and that you have a plan for how and where you're going to put your family. We want to make sure that as much as possible, we protect the people of Arkansas and uh, encourage people to pay attention to any additional severe weather uh, that may be coming our way this week. Again, Governor Sarah Sanders is on with us this morning. Hey, we know you're busy. We appreciate, uh, number one, you taking the time to talk to us. Number two, the fact that you were right there to help our Kansans. And uh, let us know how we can help. We have a pretty special platform across the state. So let us know what we can do to assist, okay? Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And uh, keep praying for Arkansas as we, we rebuild. All right. Thank you very much. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, keep in mind, there is a chance of strong to severe storms in the forecast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be something we're going to watch throughout the day. It looks like the entire state could feel the impact of the storms as they move through. Now, early reports, early indications from the National Weather Service is they're not anticipating what we saw on Friday as far as the tornado risk. Mm-hmm. But you don't know yeah. And until it happens and, and all the things come together. And we'll watch that tomorrow. If it's going to be a severe weather day, as we anticipate it will be, uh, we'll be on the radio to keep you up to date throughout the day. Don't forget our podcast. Tons of uh, content on today's podcast about the storms. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? American Idol is on tonight. The Voice, Quantum Leap, Perry Mason, and The Good Doctor. But there's a, a little game on tonight. I don't know if you've ever heard of, you know, the Yukon Huskies or the San Diego State Aztecs. Yep. You going to be game. watching tonight? Uh, it's a big game. It's the NCAA championship yeah. game. There you go. It's come down to those two teams. Mm-hmm. That's tonight. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.